0: Okay, guys, I know y'all tuned in to another episode today of Hot Takes with TP3. Before we get things started... Um, we got a quick word from our sponsors. The first sponsor of today's episode is Prize Picks. I don't know if you all are familiar or not with Prize platform and how it works. If you download the app and you use promo code TP3BETS, you will receive a hundred percent instant match deposit of up to a hundred dollars. So you deposit a hundred dollars, you get a hundred back. Let's say you deposit fifty, you get fifty back, and so on and so forth. Um, how it works, guys: you pick two to six players, and if they'll go over or under their projections more or less, um, you get up to twenty-five percent or twenty-five times. Money on that. Let's say tonight you want to pick Luka Doncic to go over 28 and a half points, LeBron over seven and a half rebounds, Dalvin Cook over 86 and a half rush yards. And let's say you want to go with Jameis Winston under 205 pass yards, something or other like that, guys. It offers a ton of sports. That means you can have NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football. The list goes on and on and on. They even have tennis, NASCAR anything you could possibly want it is on there i promise guys prize picks is available in your state download the app to check and make sure it's in your state once again use code tp3bets it takes about 60 seconds to pick everything and deposit it's easy withdraw easy deposit once again use code tp3bets if you want to sign up for prize picks Okay, guys, second sponsor of the show we have is SoBet. That's SoBet.io. The link is in my bio on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at TP3Bets. But y'all don't even know what SoBet is yet, man. It is the best value in sports betting. There's over 38 other handicappers on there like myself. It's $10 a month, and you get all those bets. Let's say you don't want to tail me. You can tail somebody else on the website. Everybody over there is winning. Everyone's putting in great work. You get every single bet explained, like me and Ben break down for you guys on these podcasts. Might as well go ahead and do it for only $10 a month. Might as well sign up, try a month, say you don't like it. It's all good, guys. But yeah, so bet. Go over there, get at them. How's it going today, guys? We're back here live in the studio for another episode of Hot Takes with TP3. Once again, I'm your host, TP3Bets, joined live in Atlanta, Georgia by Ben Gorowitz. Ben, how are we doing on this fine Friday, December 8th?
1: We're good man it's a good uh it's been a great college football season in terms of entertainment and uh of course when it comes down to the end it does get sad um but I I do think the four teams that we do have should give us some exciting games I think on paper we should have two competitive playoff games which we've had once in the nine years it's been a thing um well, I know we'll get into that. And then the NFL, I know we'll get into that too, but you know, power, I think the power has shifted in the NFL from, we thought the AFC might've been the dominant conference and with all the quarterback injuries, I think the NFC might have the better teams at this point, but we'll get into the NFL later. Um, I'm sure we're going to start in college like we typically do.
0: Yeah, Ben, let's, uh, start things out in college. Um, Guys, Ben hinted to it perfectly. This is exactly why he's my co-host. Let's talk about it, man. The college football Final Four came out, obviously.
1: Let's preface something, I guess, for if there's any new listeners. Um, You root for Florida State. I went to and root for the University of Alabama. Um, I mean, you know me. Can I start? Do you mind if I start?
0: Yeah, I just want to say this. Me and Ben aren't friends anymore. I'm just kidding.
1: I'm just kidding. You you know me well enough now that I'm like, I'm a realist. I will he give is. it to you straight. I'll give you my honest opinion. If the question is, did Florida State get robbed, screwed, whatever the word you want to, whatever the word is you want to use, the answer is yes. And it's so obviously yes. Did they get robbed? I also, and you can, I don't mean for this to be a cop out answer, but I feel like it's not. All like this year is not as black and white as it should be. And I think that is We've had a problem. This is not the first year out of the nine that we've had an issue with the four teams selected. Um, And it was never going to be the last year if we stayed at four. Thankfully we're not. So I think if the question is, did Florida state get robbed? I think the answer is yes. And I would say yes. Every time someone asked me on the other hand, I think if we're talking, if we're just talking about Alabama getting in, in the fourth spot, Florida State getting out, it's hard to argue on the fact that Bama as a four seed is a co-favorite to win the national championship as the one seed team that they are playing. So it's hard to say that Alabama doesn't belong or Alabama doesn't have a great chance of winning the title if they are co-favorites to win it all. But on the other hand of that, FSU did get screwed. So I think both things can be true. I think it's a little bit of a cop-out answer. Here's here's the facts we know. Florida State got two opportunities um, to play with Jordan Travis at Florida, which, again, not a good football team this year, but it is a hard environment, and it is a rivalry game. And then, obviously, the ACC Championship, Against, I mean, Louisville, I think you would even admit, was not as good as their ranking and not as good as their statistical rankings, but it is what it is until that point.
0: Yeah, we talked about Louisville on here a billion times, and I even said I thought they were the biggest fraudulent team in all of college football.
1: Right. To say that Florida State didn't become Iowa is also false, because they pretty much did become Iowa. They did. On the other hand, I feel like what's getting overlooked the most is – I don't think playing a, a third-string quarterback who doesn't get a lot of reps and just winning a competitive college football game, I think that's being overlooked. So I think – but that doesn't get talked about. It's like, well, Florida they barely won, and I get that. Them barely winning hurt their chances. But at the same time playing a third string quarterback and just winning a rivalry game on the road should count for something. Facts. Winning an ACC championship with a third string quarterback should count for something. Now again, in that ACC championship, it's it's one of the worst offenses we've seen in the sport this year out of a Power 5 team. It's right up there with Iowa. So I don't know. I'm not I don't I think the committee did what they think was best. And I think it puts the least amount of heat on them. It's more that Florida state fans are mad at them. Everyone else. Eventually I think will realize that Bama is at least a good enough team to win it all. Because here's the thing. The last time that people thought Bama shouldn't have got in, they did win it all. So that should have nothing to do with the decision in 2023. My point is if Bama beats Michigan, it's hard to argue that like, Bama getting in over FSU was screwed. I think you just say the committee robbed FSU. Again, it's a little bit of a cop-out answer. I'm curious what you think of it. That's my honest opinion. I think Florida State got robbed, but at the same time, the team that got in over them is also a co-favorite to win it all. And that's not by accident, right? Yeah,
0: Yeah. so um, obviously I've said a lot of things on social media this week, and I think I'm correct in everything I've said. Look, Ben, I'm not going to sit here and say Alabama's not one of the four best teams in the nation. I'm not going to say Alabama didn't deserve to get in. I'm going to say that I think the committee, well, first of all, let's talk about this from this perspective. There is one reason and one reason only why they picked the final four the way it is. All of we've heard it a billion times in rap songs, it's all about that M-O-N-E-Y, that money baby. That is what it's all about. Without Alabama in there, you have your largest TV deal of any team in college football with Alabama, with the SEC. Without an SEC team in there, ESPN is screwed. They had to get an SEC team in there. Let's be honest. We always knew there would be an SEC team in here. There's never not going to be an SEC team in here. They're always going to get in here. They
1: have won six, they've won six out of the nine titles Correct. in this era, I will say. Yeah, no, hundred percent.
0: I'm not against there being an SEC team in here at all. And to be honest with you, Ben, I'm gonna start out in this perspective here. First of all, first of all, I think Michigan has no business being in the final four. Look, they beat Ohio State, they beat Penn State. Ohio State and Penn State may have great defenses, they have made great have they don't have great offenses. The SEC, or sorry, the SEC, not the SEC, the Big Ten is garbage, and it is a fucking joke. The style of college football they play. Michigan played East Carolina, Bowling Green, and UNLV. East Carolina is one of the five worst teams in all of college football. They have one of the fifteen worst offenses in college football. Outside of that, the teams they played in the played in their conference.
1: They played six. UNLV was good.
0: Yeah, I will say UNLV was solid.
1: For yeah, sure. they played the conference championship game.
0: They did. They did. I'll give them credit for that. UNLV's actually probably one of the three best opponents they played all year, which is <laughs> absolutely fucking pathetic. I mean, they played six of the 16 worst offenses in all of college football. You can say Big Ten's a different style of football. They have some of the best defenses. It's because they play against terrible offenses. Look, I can sit here and poke a hole in every single team's resume. I can say Alabama needed a Hail Mary to beat Auburn, who lost New Mexico State. I can say Texas played nobody all season long. At the end of the day, Ben, Florida State absolutely deserves to be in there by the, by the standards they held teams to. And it sucks, honestly, that Georgia lost because Georgia screwed everything up. Yep, I truthfully don't believe Texas and Michigan are top four teams in college football this season. I don't think they are. I don't think they have any business being in this game. And Michigan will get exposed versus Alabama. I truly think that Florida State's defense is a top five unit in college football. And look, like Ben said, the fact they're able to win these games with backup quarterbacks in there is amazing, and it's fantastic the fact that they can win these games. It's not being First accounted team. for or not. Because, I mean, Michigan threw for 60 yards against Penn State, and nobody's holding that against them. But they're going to hold it against Florida State with a third-string quarterback. Like, give me a break. How is that the reasoning you're going to use on me here? I think Florida State 150% deserves to be in here. And at the end of the day, college football is about what it's all about. There's a reason why players are just now able to get paid for their services. College football is about one thing and one thing only. Money, and they're getting the most money possible at this Final Four. College football is the ultimate winner
1: here. So it doesn't sound like you had any issue with what my stance was on it. Um uh,
0: No, I I mean, look, I'm going to have no issue with anybody whose stance. At the end of the day, I think college football just completely contradicted themselves straight up. Like, if they want to put the best four teams in here, Georgia, Alabama, and they Washington hybrid,
1: should they be in there. a hybrid of best and deserving.
0: Yeah, and that's why it's stupid – exactly and that's why it's stupid in my opinion like we should go with one of the two if you're going to put the four most deserving teams in there Florida State's in there if you're going to put the four best des- if you're going to put the four best teams in there Florida State with a backup quarterback Michigan and Texas have no business being in here and that's what makes it stupid in my opinion like they even contradicted themselves in picking out the bowl games I get it nobody cares about the non-national so championship gonna bowls but like yeah, right. how the hell is Liberty in a New Year's 6 game and SMU's not SMU be a nine and a half point favorite against liberty on a neutral field even if they played at liberty they would still be a seven and a half point favorite well
1: hold on don't go there because then that puts you in a hole with florida state because they would be a double-digit underdog to everyone if they were in no i know
0: i'm just saying like they completely contradict themselves if they are going to use that logic to count out florida state like how are you going to count out smu for that
1: how is it that georgia and by the way i've said from the beginning Georgia should be – it's not just – I'm not just saying this because Alabama beat them. I think you're going to agree with this. Georgia wasn't just 11-0 and or whatever they were at the time, the SEC championship. They hadn't lost in 29 straight games. It hadn't been two and three-quarters of a season, two and nine-tenths of a season of not losing. And that's why – and they lost by three. So somehow Bama's four, FSC's five, and Georgia six. Well, that doesn't really make – Florida State's one spot from being out, but they're also still better than Georgia. And then Penn State. Penn State's ranked really high. When I think their best win is Iowa. Yep. Um. So it, yeah, or West Virginia.
0: The, pathetic.
1: The rankings past four. I, I also have a big issue with. Again, not as much of a talking point as the top four, uh, because you're competing for something a little different. But yeah, I, it's almost like they just kind of put teams together after the top four, they're like, well, that's what's going to be talked about the most. um, And we'll just kind of do whatever after that. So yeah. Um, I mean, it's interesting. Um, Can I ask you something about Florida state as a program, not this year, any worry like that? They've had 11 players hit the portal.
0: A lot of worry, Ben. I mean, when you fuck a team over in the way that they did at Florida state, I mean, Players are going to look at Florida State and say that they can't necessarily win a national championship anymore and that it's not the spot to be. It's not just that.
1: It's... So I learned more about NIL stuff Um, through some people I know that are involved in... Not involved in NIL like boosters, but involved in that area. Like, okay, so Florida State can put together an impressive collective, obviously. Alabama can. But not every school does it the same way. So... If you've, no, if you've already noticed, or if you haven't noticed, you will start to notice all of these big names that are hitting the portal right now, right? It doesn't matter from what school. Look at the teams who get reported as interest in those players immediately. You're going to see the same three to four teams, okay? You'll, mm-hmm. you'll notice it. Texas is in on just everyone. Florida State, what I'm learning is they go all in on like, a couple of guys in Tennessee's kind of that way as well. So that Nico uh, kid is going to be their quarterback last year reported. He got a lot of money, but not everyone else from Tennessee got a lot. Georgia and Alabama, Ohio state, Michigan are not paying these kids that much because there's other pitches you can make to them. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting to follow. Just keep an eye on what schools get the interest are going to be like the interest Kings. They're not going to get everyone obviously, but the you're gonna have to help me with the name the defensive end for Florida State who's transferring the um, Patrick or, Payton was he a freshman or sophomore
0: He's actually a, he's either a, I think he's a sophomore He's either a sophomore or he, junior
1: He's literally like he the only reason he left was money He yep. thinks he should be paid more from Florida State Florida gave them whatever Florida State gave him whatever whatever number They're not going a dime over It's not that they don't value the kid because he had a tremendous mm-hmm. year. It's that they're not willing to break their barrier for one player. So it's again, it's not that Florida state can't come up with the money to keep stud players like that. It's they're not willing to go to certain lengths that other schools are willing to go to. I'm learning that now. Um, And so I think that's interesting. I personally hate it. I think it's garbage.
0: I agree. I'm
1: all, I'm all for kids getting paid for name, image and likeness. I am very against leaving a school that you can help win a national championship at that florida state is back to, like there i expect norvell to be competing for national championships and acc championships year in and year out that's the yep. respect that he has deserved and earned at this point and that kid's gonna go i don't know where he's gonna go i don't know but if he's going to a school that's not competing just to make more money it's all listen, it's great. The money will probably help him. I hope he spends the money in a responsible way. I hate that kids are getting less competitive just for money because I think the money will come if you stay at these situations. That's my, yeah. my take on it. No, I agree. It's the same ben. thing like, with all these like, reported, some of these guys are going to come back or looking to come back for NIL. It's like, no, they're not. People, The second contract in sport is where you set up generational wealth. Yeah, first one's the first, I mean, the first round pick is as well, but that second one is more money than you could ever believe that you can get if you can get to that spot. Why would you delay it to that point? It doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, like you look at even with Shader Sanders, like Shader Sanders looks at it as if he goes to the league, he's barely making any money. But though, if he stays in college football, I mean, he's got the KFC commercial, he's got the watch deal like Shadier Sanders is probably making like $3 million by staying in college football rather than the NFL. If he's a second round pick, he's probably making like $5 million over the next four years. You know, it's not worth him like that. And then he's got to
1: play well to get to a second contract. I mean, it, he's a little different. He's, I, I yeah. think his family has some money. I think again, Arch Manning, I, I think Arch is going to play four years of college football because why would he not? He He's not in a rush to get, Money. He's in the Manning family, so those are little outliers examples. Not everyone has multi-million dollar fathers. Um, my, but like Marvin Harrison Jr. come back would be a decision that I that I wouldn't respect him if he comes back to Ohio State. Same. I really wouldn't go in the league, go dominate early, and go get your big boy money.
0: Well, dude, Marvin Harrison Jr. is not going to come back. You know, like he's going to be a top five pick. Top five picks are making like seven, eight million dollars a year. Like you're definitely not. Declared. Back. I know that. I mean, he's. But, I mean, dude, it's the same shit with C.J. Stroud. Like, they said C.J. Stroud think. was going to come back, and C.J. Stroud ended up going. He's the coach is him. shopping around. Yeah, exactly. He's
1: putting his name out there to be an NFL coach.
0: Yeah, it's it's crazy what's going on right now at Ohio State. So, the entire college football landscape is has shifted. Ben, everything's crazy right now. Um, at the end of the day, it's going to be weird, Ben, to see how everything plays out. I mean, we even see now like Cam Ward's basically having a bidding war go on for himself. I think he kind of cares. So about is KJ where he Bolden, plays the high school recruit. You what?
1: KJ Bolden, that recruit that's currently at Florida State, is yeah. shopping around to see where it's, what's the uh, most money I can get.
0: Yeah, and that's a dangerous game. Like look at Dante Moore Then I think UCLA paid him a bag. He didn't get what he wanted at UCLA. Now he's shopping himself around again. Like it, it really goes both ways. At the end of the and day,
1: backlash to he... UCLA. That comment was something.
0: Yeah, no, it definitely doesn't feel
1: like he's being developed at UCLA that I I mean, I would uh, keep a coaching staff if one of the best high school recruits is saying you're not developing. I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, I I get it from both perspectives. Like, I mean, I don't know. I get both perspectives. Honestly, I think Dante Moore needs more time, but I think Chip Kelly, you know, just the way Chip Kelly is like. He wants to win football games and he knows he can win games now with Ethan Garbers rather than if he if he develops Dante more, you know, kind of. I I feel like it goes both ways. I feel like it's a little bit of both of them, you know, so. It's just a dangerous place for getting harder to recognize. Yeah, it it really is. We're in a dangerous spot now in college football. Um, Trust me, guys, it's gonna be a lot more being Ben talking college football offseason coming up. Ben, let's get into this weekend's games. Obviously, we don't have college football. Me and Ben are a little depressed this weekend, but we'll end up getting through it. But wait, we actually do have one college football game, Ben. We have Army taking on Navy. This is the most classic game in all of college football. First of all, I'm preface this by saying the reason why there's no other games being played on this day is is not only because they want to draw special attention to this game, but because they want to promote people going to high school football games. A lot of high school football state championships are between now and Tuesday, so they want to promote people still going to high school football. Ben, do you have a play or any thoughts on this
1: game? Don't have a play on it. Um, The total just gets lower and lower year after year. Um, It's gross. Great game to watch. It's it's pretty cool that it's also in um, Gillette Stadium and Fox Brothers share with Belichick's ties to the Navy. I believe I have that right. Um, so no, no play on the game. Uh, of course, I'm going to watch the game. It's a uh, it's a tremendous one. I believe Army is the better is Army favored. Um, I believe they're the better team this year by minus a two and a half margin. Oh, so it's only two and a half. Okay, I will sit back and listen to you on this game. I do not have a play just in the NFL for me. All
0: right guys, those of you all who've listened to this podcast for the last 5 years I've been doing it. You know one thing and one thing only. We bet service academies under religiously and we're doing it again today, Ben. Give me the under at 28 points. So they had to hit 16 straight unders till they went to double overtime. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, they hit 16 straight unders till last year where they went to double overtime. The under is 44-9 and nine since 2006 when two service academies play against each other, and I get it. This is the lowest total they've ever had. But with all that being said, this is the only the third time they played since they changed the clock rules to where the clock keeps moving after every single first down. I don't think they can make this total low enough. I think this game's going to go under the total. Give me the under, Ben.
1: I will be watching and rooting for you.
0: Hey, also two guys. If you use your brain here and you pay attention and you live bet, this can be a very profitable game for that you as true. well.
1: Can be. Uh, let very... me just do the recap real quick of conference championship weekend. Okay. Um, I went one and zero in college football. You went three and three. Um, that brings the that finishes the college football regular season at sixty eight sixty and four. The NFL, I went one and one last week. You went two and zero. Um. Forty-one, thirty-two, and three in the NFL so far.
0: Not bad for some free picks, Ben. Take us where you want to take us to start off our NFL picks.
1: I'm gonna go the I test game of the week first. Uh the Lions seem to play no defense these last four weeks. And the Bears with Justin Fields have the ability to hit a lot more big plays, whether it's with his legs or just the fact that he could throw the ball a country mile. First time these two teams played uh, was in week 11, so not that long ago, and the total was 57. We're getting a total of 43.5 here. Um, Like I said, the Lions defense has gotten shredded four weeks in a row. I'm going to go over 43.5 in the Lions and Bears game.
0: I like where you're starting your mind at. I think that's probably a pretty good pick. I actually think the Bears are going to win this game outright, so I think that's a pretty solid pick there, Ben. I'm I was t- I
1: was thinking the same thing because that line is
0: – Yeah, it's very trappish, and let's be dummies, honest. Those
1: dummies are going to think that the Lions are so much better.
0: Yep. It's just like you said, man. The Lions have not been that impressive lately. I'm going to stay away from that game, hey, though. off has
1: been a little slow. Like, he hasn't been great. Dude, he's been terrible. By honestly. the way, do they have the best running back duo in the NFL right now? Yeah, no, undeniable. Both of them receiving or rushing, doesn't matter. They are shredding everyone.
0: Dude, it's crazy how good their running back duo is. It's so nasty. Speaking of running back duos, I'm going to go to the second best running back duo in the league. This team plays in our backyard, Ben. I'm going to go to the Falcons and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And my pick here is going to be over 39 points. You might say you're going to really back Desmond Ritter to score points, and I'm going to say absolutely we're backing Desmond Ritter to score points here. Devin White, he's out. Jamel Dean, he's out. Vita Vea is yet to practice this week. Me and Ben have talked in depth over the years on how important we think Vita Vea is to this Bucks defense. On the flip side of things for the Falcons, Grady Jarrett's already out for the season. David Onmanata hasn't practiced. That's both the Falcons' defensive tackles. Jeff Okuda and Landman, their best linebacker. None of these guys are practicing. These guys are all going to be out on Sunday. I think both these defenses without key players won't get stops. We had two fumbles on the goal line for the Falcons last time these teams played, and we still scored 30 points. 39 is a joke here. Both these teams are going to get shredded in the pass game. Give me the over in this game. This is just a ridiculously slow line here.
1: Broncos at Chargers, under 44 for me. It's just just seems like they're never going to figure this out this season. The Chargers I'm talking about, Um it's, I mean, it started with Herbert, some injuries with the Thumb, combined with Staley, doesn't know how to coach. Then Staley's coaching got worse. It, they're often, I mean, Quentin, uh, Johnson, Johnson can't catch. He can't Awful. catch a football. Um, uh, It's completely mental at this point. They just don't have it, man. They're they're not going to click, I just don't think. I think the coach is gone. I think Eckler's gone. They need a new team. They need a new identity. They need it quickly. Um, I don't know what you do. I don't know who you hired to turn this around. Um, The NFL and every sport just seems to recycle coaches over and over. So I'm sure someone who was recently fired could get a chance to go there, but it's not pretty if you're a Chargers fan this year. They haven't shown that super fan in a while, um, because there's really not much for her to root for. And listen, the Broncos. Why you got to come at her, man? Coming at the team, they're not giving her anything to cheer for. Max. Broncos are interesting. Like they're kind of hard to figure out because their offense is, I think, better than their defense this year. But last year was the, they couldn't do anything offensively. I'm going to take the under. Both teams, both teams can get after the quarterback both quarterbacks just aren't that good to me I'm gonna take the under 44. Chargers have a real problem i kind of like out of respect I guess you don't fire Staley midseason but like what respect do they owe him like none. Wh- what did he do for the for this franchise like I hope they'll forget I hope their fans did the M um uh, not uh M- in black the uh men in black thing where you just press the button and you forget about the Staley error because what exactly are? What do they do going forward? Like we could talk about that in another episode, or maybe our AFC preview next year. We'll see what they do in the off season. But, dude, I think this team, this organization, has a lot of issues. I, I think the GM could be fired for for Facts. how bad the the pick is with uh, Quentin Johnson. Um, I don't know. I, do you ask Herbert? Who is there a coach out there you really want to work with? Like, I don't know what you do but you got to do something. And I think the coach is fired. I think the GM's on the hot seat. And I think it's just doom and gloom. They they want the season to be over and they'll move on from there.
0: Yeah, I think you're 100% right there, Ben. Um, I I honestly don't want anything to do with that game. I'm staying away from Chargers games for a long time moving forward. Uh, Another pick for me here. I'm actually going to go with one of my favorite picks of the week, if not my favorite pick of the week here. Give me the Texans minus three and a half against the Jets and look, Typically, I have some crazy trend I'm going to read off to you guys, this, that, and the other. Zach Wilson is going to be a starting quarterback in an NFL game. And look, I think the Jets are in shambles at this point in time. I think Robert Sala is trying to save his job. I mean, they said Zach Wilson didn't want to play for him. Now he's saying he talked to Zach and he wants to play. Aaron Rodgers on the McAfee show saying that they need to stop leaking things in the organization. I just think this team is moving in all kinds of directions. Brees Hall's not even getting it done on the ground anymore. The Jets can't do a damn thing on offense. C.J. Stroud's trying to lead the NFL in passing yards right now. I think C.J. Stroud picks them apart, and I think the Texans call their shot in this game. I think the Jets have given up on this season. I think the Texans blow them out of the water. Give me the Texans minus three and a half to win in a big way
1: on Sunday. I think It's a year, another year just because Zach's the scapegoat. Yeah, I
0: agree with you on that one.
1: Last pick for me. I'm going to Monday night football. Uh, um give me the Dolphins minus thirteen. It's they're they're the number one team in scoring margin against bad teams this year. Now obviously the putting up 70 points will inflate that stat quite a bit. Tyra kill is on some kind of role that is just insane. And the mm-hmm. Dolphins on Monday night football at home get the Tennessee Titans and Will Levis. If you have short drives in this game, if you're the Tennessee offense, that defense is going to be gassed, chasing around Waddle and Tyreek Hill all day long. Two is getting the ball out very quick this year. He's been very accurate, as he always is. The deep ball has been flying. As they used to say when he was at Alabama, he's a lefty that slings coconuts. It's all Dolphins in this game, minus 13. I think it's just a bad matchup for the way Tennessee stands right now.
0: Yeah, bonus pick for me I wasn't going to give out on here. Ben, counted as one of the podcast picks. I'm going to take the Dolphins team total over. I believe You want me to t- count that? Yeah, count it for me for sure. Let me double check what it's at. But I'm definitely going to take in the Dolphins. I'm definitely taking it. Dolphins team total over for sure. Um, I'm
1: probably taking that as well. Yeah,
0: let's see here. Dolphins team total. Um, yeah, I think Tennessee's defense is a total joke right now. I don't think they'll be able to get any stops. Honestly, I don't pay as much attention to the 30 and a half. Yeah, I'm going to take it for sure. Yeah. We t- ben just talked about it. Um, I'll go quick here. I got three more picks. This is my second most confident pick of the weekend. I'm going to take the Bengals plus one against the Colts here. Uh, look, I love trends. Here's the one trend for you on this game. Minshew, 6 and 15, straight up as a favorite, is an NFL quarterback. I mean, what are we doing here? Why is Gardner Minshew favored on the road, in an NFL football game, Ben. That's ridiculous to me at this point in time. Gardner Minshew should not be favored. Indianapolis's defense is terrible. They just got destroyed by Tennessee. In a game, Tennessee had no business winning because they got two two points blocked and they missed an extra point. Tennessee choked the game away. Um, Cincinnati... They're back in the playoff hunt, and if they beat and if they beat Indianapolis, they'll jump them in the playoff standings. Jake Browning can do the absolute same things he did against this awful Indianapolis defense or against the awful um, Tennessee defense. So, give me the Bengals to win this game. Do you have any thoughts on this game, Ben?
1: Um, Other than it just made me think of this, Minshew is like the perfect quarterback for Vrabel or Tomlin because he's great as an underdog and stinks as a favorite, and that's the same thing as those coaches.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, next game up for me on the, on the slate here. Another ugly one. I'm going to take a battle of backup quarterbacks. Give me the Browns minus the three here. Once again, I don't have a crazy trend here. I'm just going to use straight brain. C.J. Bethard came in and finished last game for Trevor Lawrence. C.J. Bethard got smoked in this game. Like He took a huge hit. I think he's going to be – yeah, he got lit up. I don't think he's going to be 100% in this game. Even if Trevor Lawrence plays not 100% this game, I still like it. The Browns' defense is nasty and will be on his ass all game long. Joe Flacco's going to manage this game perfectly, and he won't turn the ball over. I just don't see the Jags on a short week with an injured backup quarterback or injured starting quarterback standing a chance in this game. Give me the Browns minus the three. In my last play, look, this would be my max play, but I'm just not going to hammer a Panthers game altogether, but I absolutely love the Panthers plus five and a half. Then here's the, here we go. Saints are Owen five this season against the spread as a home team. The Saints right, are five and 15 ATS at home since 2021. That's an NFL worst. Dennis Allen. He might be the worst coach in the NFL. He's five 14 and a one ATS against divisional opponents in his career. But when he's in the NFC South as the new Orleans Saints head coach. He is 1-7-1 against the spread. The Saints this season came in with the easiest schedule in the league. They're under five hundred on the year. To be honest with you, I think the Saints might be worse than the Panthers at this point in time where we sit. This Saints team is a total joke. Five and a half points. Give me a break. I'll take five and a half points all day. I would take this at three.
1: So I'm going to steal it. Some part of my take because um, there's a terrific question slash segment they did, it, and I know that you're just going to love it. Is the Dome washed in New Orleans?
0: Well, I would say the Dome's definitely washed because it gets flooded all the time, so all it definitely right. got I washed mean, come away. On. <laughs> come on.
1: Come um, on. That's, that's a stadium where, for years, it has been one of the toughest places to go in there yeah. and play. And I get it that against the spread doesn't mean you're losing every game, but 5-15 and 15 against the spread at home since when?
0: Um, Since 2021.
1: That's That seems odd for a team that has one of the best home field advantages, supposedly, in the NFL. On that stat alone, I would have fired the coach. If, if the Saints don't have a home field advantage, they don't have much as a franchise. That is a franchise where the fans sell anything that they can to get a ticket to go watch their Saints play. They are there are not many fan bases of sports that love their teams. Like uh, people in new Orleans love their saints. They are truly psychotic for the saints. And they're not very good at covering the spread at home. Again, whether you're underdogs or favorites at home, they're five and 15 since 2021. That's two seasons worth. So that I heard that on part of my take and I was like, wait, oh my God, are they really that bad against the spread? Yeah. And they truly are. And that is, is a stat that backs up that you don't have as much of a home field advantage that helps your team as you think you do. Plus the team's bad, plus the team's bad, but there are teams in the NFL that don't get a great home field advantage. The Chargers, sometimes the Falcons, depending on who they're playing. The Saints have one of the best home field advantages, but they're not really taking advantage of it because they don't have much talent. That is when you need a change in your organization when the thing you're known for is no longer true. They've lost their identity. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you say that?
0: Yeah. I mean, they lost everything they ever had. As long as they don't have that scumbag, Drew Brees and Sean Payton there, they got nothing.
1: Um, Can we briefly, we have about two minutes. Can we briefly talk about um, the Falcons? I know you took the over in the game. Where do we, where do we, where do we sit? Okay. So you know me, I don't root for tanking. I don't, I don't 100 percent believe in tanking in the NFL, yeah. but if we make the playoffs and lose in the first round, are you what's what's your how did the season go? Are you okay? Do we get like at least you tried Bart Simpson cake? Um, what's your thought process like? Where where do you land on if this team wins the division, they get a home playoff game? There's a good chance they lose that game if we're being honest. Do you want Arthur Smith back? What do they do with Ritter if they make the playoff? Like, I think it kind of confuses some decision-making.
0: Send Arthur Smith, send Desmond Ritter to another dimension. Get them out of my life. Us winning the division should not be something to be celebrated. We have Carolina, Tampa Bay, and New Orleans in a division. Ben, these guys are total jokes. But if I they win the, the Falcons- division and lose,
1: and if they lose that first-round playoff game after the winning division, is that is that still a success of a season because they made the playoffs?
0: Yes, it's a successful season, but no, it doesn't mean that we should keep those guys.
1: Okay, let's get out of here on that.
0: Yeah, on that note, let's get out of here. Once again, guys, we appreciate everyone who tuned in. As always, let's get this money together this week. We're going to fire off on some bets once again, and we'll talk to you all soon. Ben, it's been a pleasure as always. Yes, sir. We'll talk to you all. Peace.